Hello, brothers and sisters. This is Brother Leonard. God bless you. It's good to be back with you again. You know, I was looking at this season and just all the things that are happening around us and the things that are, are going on. And typically this time of year, you know, when we approach uh, Christmas and, and uh, the holiday season, people are really busy and they're going out, they're getting gifts, they're doing all sorts of things. And sometimes, you know, I wonder, even as people of God, how much do we uh, focus on the true reason for this season? And sometimes we get caught up in the hustle and bustle, hustle and bustle of having to buy gifts and and uh, and just celebrate all the happenings and the trappings of of, of the season, the things that you know, decorations and the whole nine yards. And what do we really, um, you know, what what do we really think about this time of year? And you know, the truth is, Christians celebrate this time. Uh, of year as the birth of Jesus Christ and to be honest with you I don't particularly know what day Jesus was born on I know they say we celebrate it on Christmas Day but what's important is that he was born he was born and that's what's important <laughs> and so I don't know the exact date really nor does it matter to me uh, I know that he was born and then he died for us but I want to get everyone to focus on the true reason for this season because it's frustrating uh, when you see all these things about Santa Claus and the focus is on toys and and gifts and things like that and there's nothing wrong with giving gifts I believe that the spirit of Christmas is giving because God so loved the world that he gave he set the example he modeled uh, I believe what what this time of year should look like but he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life so i want to talk to you today about the reason for the season why do we do what we do and why should we celebrate and i want to tell you that um of course thousands of years ago you know and how many thousands i really don't know um but a long, 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 long time ago, when God created uh, the heavens and the earth, you know, he created everything that's in it. When you go out and you see all the beauty that's in this world, right, God created that. He created the trees and he created the forest. Uh, he created the heavens and the earth. He hung the stars and all the galaxies and the millions and millions and millions of miles of stars and all the things that you see when you go out the beautiful sunrise in the morning and and how the dew sets and and just all the things that you see that we take for granted you know if you're standing on the beach how the waves are coming in and how you watch the beautiful ocean scenery and and you watch the water and and the beautiful um, just the, the landscape after a snowstorm and all these beautiful things. God created everything. The Bible says that he created everything. It's in him that we live, we move, and we have our being. God created it. God did it. He did it. He spoke it into existence. In the beginning, he spoke light. He said, let there be light, and there was light. 
you know, and then he divided the night from the day. And, and so God blessed everything. But the interesting uh, thing before all of, all of this is the fact that God created angels in heaven. He created all the angels. And so the angels were, were created to serve God, you know, and so he placed key angels over key positions. Gabriel was the key messenger. The Bible talks about him and Michael. Um, he's the angel of war and the Bible does talk about him. But there's another particular angel that the, the Bible spoke about as well. He's also a fallen angel and his name was Lucifer. And so Lucifer was in charge of praise and worship. And Lucifer decided one day that um, he felt like he was equal to God in some way. <laughs> you know, it entered into his mind, into his heart, that he was, uh, he wanted to be like God. Now, of course, that was a bad mistake. You do know that was a bad end. So anyway, the Bible talks about a war being in heaven where a third of the angels um, fought against Michael and his angels in Revelation. And the Bible says that Michael and his angels overcame, overcame Lucifer and his angels, and they were thrown out of heaven. They were kicked out of heaven and fell to the earth. Now, that angelic body that Satan had, you know, because he was in charge of praise and worship, the Bible talks about that. Uh, he was, when he was kicked out, they all became disembodied spirits and roamed here on the earth. So fast forward when God created mankind. So after God created the heavens and the earth and he put the beast in and he put everything in place, he created man and he uh, formed man out of the dust of the earth and he, and he blew into his nostrils and man became a living soul. So God gave man a spirit. And now, thus Adam, he's here, but he, he's by himself. And God sees that he's by himself. And he said, this is not good. So God decided to create a woman to compliment Adam. So he put Adam to sleep and did a little surgery and took out one of his ribs and he created Eve. And God basically created his helpmate. And so Adam said, this is bone of my bone and flesh of my flesh. And so uh, she became his wife. And now you have Adam and Eve. So they're in the Garden of Eden where God placed them. And one day, don't forget, Lucifer still on the loose, down on the earth, in the midst of the chaos before God spoke it into, uh, he spoke it into order. Lucifer is still there. And so what happens is um, Lucifer gets inside of the snake and then the snake crawls up to Eve and he basically tempts her to eat the fruit from the tree of uh, knowledge of good and evil. And God told them that this is the tree that you shouldn't eat off of. If you do, you're going to die. Right. And so, uh, of course, Satan got inside of this snake and told her, they told Eve, basically, did God really say you were going to die? You're not going to die. He just don't want you to know what he knows. And tempted the woman into eating and nothing happened. And then she gave it to her husband. And when they, and when he ate, their eyes were open. 
So at that point, they disobeyed God. Adam, when he disobeyed God, that day he died. Guys, he didn't die physically that day. He died spiritually. He was separated from God. And so from that point, all throughout the Bible, you can see how God was trying to work to, um, to bring mankind back to a relationship with him, to reconcile mankind. And you can see that all throughout the Old Testament, even beginning with Adam and Eve, when he, he killed uh, the beast to get them clothing, and he placed clothes on them to keep them warm, but he put them out of the garden. And they were, at that point, separated from God. And that's the day that mankind died. And so everybody that's born of Adam and Eve is born into sin. Everybody. And sin was I conceived. And my mother conceived me in sin and, shaped, and I was shaped in iniquity. So when you look at that, everybody that's born after Adam and Eve, which is the whole human race, everybody, everybody became sinners. So we were born separated from God. You didn't have to teach babies how to be disobedient children. They do it naturally. <laughs> and so everything you see in this world, this is a fallen world now. And so that's the problem. That's the true problem is man was separated from God. And so God decided that in order to fix this situation, he's going to have to fix it himself. There's no way that mankind can fix this. The Bible says that the first Adam, he fell, he sinned. And death came upon the world. Death, death came upon everybody, right? But this second Adam, which is who I'm going to talk about, he's going to come and he's going to make it right again. And because of his sacrifice, everyone who believes on him can have a relationship with God. So you see, God is the maker and the creator of everything. He made everything. It's his rules. It's his regulations. It's kind of like if... I designed a car. I'm the maker of that car. I know everything about it. You're not going to go to somebody else to find out about my car. You're going to come to me so I can. I'm the expert. I can tell you all about that car. God is the expert. He created humankind. He created everything. He is the God of all creation. He created everything, y'all. So you can get whatever answers you need, you can get for him. So he sent his son to die for our sins because listen there was no way to reconcile mankind back to God because first of all man was flawed when he just when he disobeyed God and he was separated from God spiritually man did not have the capability of keeping God's laws of being holy there's no way he couldn't do it on his own the Bible says that our righteousness is as filthy rags. So he couldn't do it on his own. There was no way to reconcile a man back to God except through Jesus Christ. And so the Bible says that, and this is where we start talking about Christmas, but these shepherds were in the field and they, and they saw the angels appear 
and they said that a child is born in Bethlehem and his name shall be called Emmanuel which is God is with us so this son who was born and we say on Christmas Day he was coming to save the whole world he was coming to reconcile man back to God again that was his purpose that's why he came into the world for this cause was the son of man manifested to destroy the works of the devil so here he is this man Jesus and he's born as a man but he's still God and he was born and we say Christmas and so he came into this world and he was celebrated and they brought gifts wise men brought gifts to celebrate him and that's why we give each other gifts is because number one God gave Jesus but number two they brought gifts to Jesus and so you see it's sort of setting up where you know if you're gonna give a gift we should give our gifts to the Lord as well you know and that is ourselves because we have nothing greater to give to him than ourselves our service our time our love our commitment our compassion our bodies everything we have belongs to him anyway and so here Jesus grows up and ultimately he sacrificed for our sins and we'll talk about that later so when you think about it this is why this is the reason for the season it's not all of all the things that you see and, th and that's nice you know but come on now Santa Claus coming down chimneys that it's a little ridiculous it is and it really takes away from the true meaning of Christmas and that is that God gave his son and he died for all of us and because of Jesus mankind can be with God once again yeah we were separated in the garden Adam was responsible but then Jesus came to make it all right and he did and so all of us who decide to accept Jesus as our Lord and Savior then we can live with God forever that's what's the great that's the great news is that we get to live with Jesus Christ forever forever and ever amen well listen if you don't make that decision to accept Jesus Christ then you won't be able to live with him forever if you don't accept him into your heart you can't live with him forever because you're, you're still in a fallen state but once you accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior then you can spend eternity with the Lord that's what's important as brothers and sisters is that you'll have an opportunity to spend your to spend eternity with the Lord but you can't do that if you don't accept Jesus Christ because the Bible talks about you know you need to be born again and being born again is being reconciled to God you become a new creation the Bible says in 2 Corinthians 5 17 if any man be in Christ he is a new creation old things have passed away and behold all things have become new so you're not the same anymore you're a new creature you know you're back to where you were uh, before the fall of man 
you're reconciled to God. And so the day you accept him is the day you have eternal life. It's not coming later, you know, after you're raised from the dead and all this kind of stuff. It's not coming later, guys. Eternal life begins the day you accept Jesus Christ. Just like the day that Adam and Eve first sinned and they died that day, they didn't die later. They died that day. Now, physically, they died, you know, down the road. But spiritually, they died the day that they sinned against God. Well, the day that you accept Jesus Christ is the day that you receive eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. And that's what's the blessing. Praise the Lord. So anyway, like I said, brothers and sisters, you cannot live with, forever with God if you don't receive him. If you don't accept him, you have to accept his son, Jesus Christ. And that's the way you're reconciled to God. If you want to do that, you want to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior, pray this prayer with me. Say, Lord Jesus, I'm a sinner and I want to be saved. I repent of my sins and I accept you as my Lord and Savior. I ask you to come into my heart and be my Lord and Savior. I receive you now. I accept you. I believe that you died for my sins and I believe that God raised you from the dead. And right now, Lord, I accept you. I receive you. And I thank you for being my Lord and being my Savior. I thank you for saving me. Brothers and sisters, if you prayed that prayer, you're a child of God. You have eternal life this moment. Not tomorrow, not five days from now, but right now. This day, you have eternal life. So, welcome to the family. And man, God bless you. And uh, be encouraged. Get you getting a good Bible-believing church. Get you a Bible. Download your Bible app. And so you can start reading the Word of God. And I encourage you to stay in that Word and grow strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. Well, God bless you. This is a great day to celebrate the Christmas season because now you know who the reason for the season is, and that's Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. God bless you, brothers and sisters. Congratulations. It's awesome to be in the body of Christ. Have a great day.